everybody, welcome back for another uh, rousing episode of Leave the Hall Light On. Starring two people that just sit here. I'm people one, I'm Tom. Oh, I'm people two. Yes. And your name? My name is Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Hey, how you doing? How you doing, everybody? Good. Oh, we weren't talking to me. Yeah, so uh, we come back for our third episode, uh, you know, after talking about Tommy Knockers one week and then ourselves the second week, mm-hmm. we're ready to get into the meat of the matter. This is a pretty interesting, uh, you know, got a pretty interesting show planned. You know, originally our third episode, we were thinking about covering the Blakesley, Bigfoot, and other Pennsylvania cryptids, but there's a lot of material to go through. So we, uh, it's just a lot. So. I mean, it's the whole Pennsylvania mountain lion thing and the white yeti and all that. This the turtle monster, whatever. Oh yeah, there's a, apparently a giant turtle monster in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I, I never heard about it before. Nope. Never before. So uh, yeah, we made an executive decision to extend our research by another week or so for the cryptids. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's okay with me, you know. That's okay with me because it gives us more time to get into this really, really. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if we're gonna name it in the title, but are you guys ready for what we're gonna be talking about? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? UFOs. <whistles> yeah. I don't know if you can even yeah. hear that. It's about fucking unidentified flying objects. Unidentified fucking identified fucking flying fucking objects. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, everyone's seen them. Really? Yeah, because I, there's I no way you've them. never seen something you, right. and you could identify what it was. I haven't seen a UFO. You've never seen anything you couldn't un, you could not identify? No. You I could identify everything you've seen. The one time I saw something weird in the stars, I'm pretty sure it was like a comet or like a shooting star. But you don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, well... Yeah, like I haven't seen any. I mean, we're, we can get into. We yeah, that, into that's that's fine. I asked a couple of my coworkers oh, about. Oh, did you really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we'll get into some of those like personal and local stories pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit of background. Like, I was actually really surprised at how much material was available for us to look into. It seems that Pennsylvania itself is a UFO hotspot. So we're gonna just talk about. We're gonna talk Pennsylvania stories or like stories that we heard from people we know or ourselves today but um yeah even as recently as the early 2000s uh ufos in general um are you know a pretty popular thing to cite where we live in northeast pennsylvania so i'm pretty yeah. pretty excited to share some of these stories with you guys yep. yeah most people think of ufos like nevada the right the, the southwest yeah but they're everywhere they were they are and everywhere. as i told you guys this is the one thing that i actually I actually, uh, I have a slight belief in. Ooh. Tom believes in something. Don't like, tell anybody. You like aliens, Tom? I don't want to talk about this. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a fun little ditty there. All right, well, UFOs in general lately have been grabbing the spotlight again, yeah. right? Like, was it uh, last week the Navy? It was very recently. The Navy announced it was going to pursue like a system for how to report like officially report ufo sightings right or yep was it like pilots or something uh, i believe it was pilots but i mean i don't see i mean 
it's it's classified so we don't know we don't know their procedures about how they're going to do things yeah like i was reading uh i was reading last week actually that there used to be a guy that had that ran a desk like a legit desk for the military or the navy or something and they would like compile information on every time somebody saw a ufo Mm -hmm. but um they didn't know what to do with the information because it was just like they had no system for organizing, categorizing, mm-hmm. re- doing further research. The guy's job was literally just to take down the report when people called it in, when pilots called it in. And he was like super frustrated. Oh, I forgot his name, but he was like he was like a guy. He was like an important guy or something. Well, that's what Project, uh, Project Blue Book was about. Oh, really? Is yeah. that what that is? Well, it was that was like the OG, like the government getting into spoofy ufos because mm. they really thought it was a possibility i have no clue like about anything with project blue book other than like twin peaks yeah well yeah i mean that's that's basically it it's it's this is this new this new um project they have i don't was there even a name for it i don't it? think so i don't think there's a name yeah it's it. it seems like just a continuation of that which was literally just a government agency not even an agency it was just they had like scientists they have, I think it was like basically scientists who just, they tracked UFOs. I, I'm mm-hmm. doing air quotes. No one can see me. But <laughs> like if anyone had any issues, they were like trying and figure things out. I, it, 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 that could be its own topic. And it was like what it was like from the, well, yeah, from the 50s. 50s. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like something from the 50s. Yeah. It's very old and it ran for a while. Yeah. Like what? I think it was late 60s after like why did they stop doing oh because they said that there was nothing abnormal or something like i I, i'm not well versed into it you're definitely more versed than me i just i haven't i have a little a little little alien inside me you got a little you got a thing for aliens don't you tom you like aliens huh they're interesting they're interesting but i want to clarify i don't believe that aliens have visited and have helped build pyramids, ancient civilizations. Well, now, aliens, ancient, listen, Tom, Don't ancient you, alien theorists have long that is, hypothesized. That's the best that, job title ever because you don't have to do dude, shit. That's my dream job. I want to be an ancient alien theorist. <laughs> I am all over that shit. I believe that all of our world's religions are literally the byproduct of an alien visitation. An alien just like pooped an egg out and was like, here you go. Yeah, and everybody's like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, oh, um," because he was embarrassed that he pooped in public. It was like, you know, I don't know, like something spiritual. Perhaps that's where Easter came from because it's an egg. Okay, anyways. Then what did the bunny have to do? Anyway. Yeah, that's pretty neat. So, where does Pennsylvania come in on this? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Tom. I'm glad you asked. So, from one side of the state of the great old state of PA to the old other. Old with an E, right? Older? Old old with an E? Old with an E. Ye old. Ye oldie Pennsylvania. Ye. 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 There are loads of sightings since the 1950s, perhaps even earlier, I would say. Uh, without giving away our exact location... We were actually quite a few, close to a few of them, close to a few of the sightings. Uh, We live in the Poconos, and uh, there are quite a few connections to these sightings, uh, especially considering our area is home to the Toby Hanna Army Depot, which is a logistics center for the Department of Defense, 
specializing in electronic systems. So, the UFOs are from them? No, I'll get to that. Oh, okay. I don't know. This, every time you there's an army base, there seems to be like, I would argue that every time that there's like an army base somewhere, there's like a, there's like a higher prevalence of like UFO sightings and Especially it's probably fucking planes flying around. Maybe. Like, what the know. fuck is that? All right, that's a pretty good, uh, that's a pretty good uh, answer to that. It's a pretty good argument. But uh, yeah, so I figure we can start with a somewhat well-known northeastern Pennsylvania incident. This is the Carbondale UFO incident. I don't know if you, if anyone out there is familiar with this story. You just said it was well-known. It's well-known. I would say like <laughs> it's well-known in our area. Like people... If people are into UFOs where we live, they usually know about this one. Because Carbondale is like... It's still considered part of like the region that we live in, but it's yeah. like I would say it's like forty minutes. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna give away our exact. I feel like when now. you talk about the Poconos to people, they're like, "Oh yeah, anywhere between Scranton to Philadelphia." Yeah, basically, <laughs> which it's not. But the eastern part of Pennsylvania. The, yes, the east, the far east of Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, all right. So our story begins in November 1974 with an abandoned coal mine silt pond. What do you know? Wait a minute. This is a coal mine podcast. I mean, it's, are we? Is that what we are now? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, kind of like, what the fuck? Like, are it, they unidentified flying objects? Just lightning bugs? Are they Tommy knockers? Oh shit! <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Whatever. There's a good amount of debate about this story. Most area newspapers discount it as a prank. Just a prank, bro. Yeah, just a prank. Whatever. And. In which a Carbondale boy threw a lantern into the pond to scare his sister or something. How the fuck does that scare your sister? I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, my brother ever did oh, that to me. I'd be like, push him in the pond next. Oh, God, a ghost took my yeah. lantern through in the lake. Yeah, seriously. Like, that kid's going in the lantern next. But, uh, yeah, there are other accounts in which said boy, 14-year-old Robert Gillette Jr., and two friends told local police that they saw a red ball of light fly over Salem Mountain, which I didn't know was the name of that mountain. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah, and land in the silt pond near Russell Park in Carbondale. Oh. Yeah, so the incident took the area by storm at the time, drawing the attention of well-known media such as the New York Times, local and state law enforcement, and even the military. Ooh. Ooh, the military. The UFO, as everyone was calling it, illuminated the pond for nine hours with an eerie green light. According to the Times Tribune in Scranton, shout out to Scranton. After a few days of searching, a diver emerged from the murky silt pond with an old railroad lantern. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. What do you think so far? So, kid threw lantern in the lake, and the the this town got the the lantern back. Yeah, but wait, there's more to the story. I was watching a video posted a few years ago by Penn Live. It's uh, I think it's like the Harrisburg news outlet. It's online. I think it's online now. But uh, wait, wait, is it online? It's online. Oh, are you sure? I'm pretty sure Penn Live is online. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know like. Are you sure it's online? Their name's not Penn Online. No, it's Penn Live, but they have like videos and stuff. This bit's gone on too long. Okay, so. <laughs> Okay, Penn Live, in which they interviewed researcher Rich Fisher at the National Museum of Mysteries in Columbia County, which sounds like a really cool place. I've never heard of that place. Yeah, I, I want to go to the National Museum of Mysteries in Columbia County. 
I had no idea Pennsylvania had something like that. Actually, we have a bunch of cool things. We have the Houdini Museum. Yeah, Houdini's lame though. Houdini's from you know whatever. He's not a magic man. He just he's a sleight of hand. Is he's he? not. He's not an entity. Is he? Or is he an alien? I mean, I do think it's really interesting. This is a little sidebar. I do think it's interesting that when Houdini died, because he kept trying to disprove mm. the afterlife. Yeah. That he had like this whole secret word with his wife about yeah. if he died to try and contact him. Yeah. And then to use that secret word but not tell the people what are they called? Who uh who try and summon the people spirits? just doing a seance or whatever. Yeah. So in case they don't like fool her and stuff like that. Yeah, that's actually really cool. We'll have to go into that so, one. So you know, that's I have some respect for him. But that's anyway. A Pennsylvania story <laughs> that we'll get into one day. But um yeah, anyway, so Fisher, Rich Fisher, is uh, somewhat of an expert on the Carbondale incident. He's sort of a, you know, he's he knows his stuff about it. So, anyways, he's a, he's interacted with lots of witnesses. And one particular story he tells in this video, I think I'm, I should probably link to it in our show notes, but um, a daughter of a bigwig at the Toby Hanna Army Depot apparently witnessed her father get a phone call from the Pentagon in which it was requested that he send some big old trucks to Carbondale around the same time as this UFO incident with no questions asked. So this, when did this happen? In the 70s. How did she know that the Pentagon called him? He probably had like a secure phone in his house. Okay. I could see like a big like wig a, at a, a big red phone. Yeah, like I could actually see that. Oh, I don't really? know. I don't know. Anybody out there do this sort of thing? You know, let us know if, if you got a big red phone. You got a big red phone at home? Let us know in the comments. That's interesting. That is interesting. So uh, yeah, so eventually the boy who first saw the incident came forward and told the local newspapers that the whole thing was a hoax. Oop! End of story. No, We're done. No, All right, guys. Not done. We're not. Oh. But recently, I think. Uh, 2016, if you will, the Carbondale Grand Hotel, which I didn't know that place existed either. That's a pretty cool. I don't ever Carbondale's go to Carbondale. Carbondale's pretty cool. Yeah, never look at this. really been there. They got all this. <laughs> they got all. You know, it's all this stuff. You know, so Carbondale Grand Hotel hosts a little anniversary event because, not surprisingly, the town or at least a portion of it is pretty into its little uh, UFO history lore there. So it was a big deal, supposedly. Supposedly, the UFO incident had even caught the attention of the Soviet Union. Like, people thought it might have been a downed satellite from the USSR. Oh. Like, I, I think that could be kind of plausible, in a way. The lantern was a satellite from Sp- Sputnik. From, yeah, like, from the USSR. I don't know. <laughs> we really don't know what it was. So, yeah, my friggin' point is that original boy is now a man. Now you're a man! <laughs> My 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 Oh god. What is that from? Um that is from is Orgasmo? That? Orgasmo? Does anyone ever see that movie? I'm fairly certain it's from it's from Is that from Orgasmo? I think it is. I don't know. I, I have to I have to look that up. It's Matt Stone and Trey Parker movie. Oh, okay. Sounds like something they would do. But <laughs> yeah, so he, he came forth at the event in 2016 saying it was absolutely not a hoax, that as a child he had caved under the pressure of media and basically told them what they wanted to hear, that it was a lantern. And a lot of people believe him, obviously, because the town hosts anniversary events like every year. And there are a lot of people online that reference this case as evidence of government cover-ups. Especially because, like, you know, the, the depot was involved and the USSR yeah. actually, like, representatives supposedly went to the site. Like, there was, like, a lot of 
sick. It was it was just a lot. And it's in the 70s, so it's not like it's Roswell in the 50s, you know. Like it's this is like a couple decades after the height, you know, of the UFO hysteria, I think in America. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, the military covers up a lot of shit. Yeah. So I don't know. I it could be anything. It could I don't even know it. Yeah, I can't even get my point across. I can't. I can't make words right now. It's I could totally bad. believe the military covered it up, but I could totally also believe it wasn't a UFO that they covered up. Maybe like a blunder on their part. Oh, could be. I know, like um, like maybe like they accidentally like, I don't know, they fucked something up. Yeah, like I I do know um part of the continuation of the the girl witnessing her dad get a phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, which I have to get like the exact, I'll have to get the exact link to this video where they talk about this. But supposedly she, I think it was, she saw the trucks coming back from Carbondale and they were like really messed up or they had like something, like they had, they did bring something. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, what did they retrieve from this pond? You know, like, could this be some type of a cover up? Yeah. It's very so, fascinating. Yeah. So before we get into like some more local Pocono stories, Tom, I know you've got a couple. I do have exactly stories. a couple. Yeah. Why don't and you? I, uh, I already told my personal story last week. So maybe like for those of you who skipped last week's episode <laughs> or last. Do you want to do that now, or do you want to? Yeah, I, I think I think you should tell us your stories. I mean, if you if you missed our Easter four twenty episode, Ooh, it was a banger. As yeah, the kids that, say. A, that that episode slapped. Slapped some hams, some Easter hams. So uh, at my friend's house, years, years ago, I saw, and this was twice. Twice? Twice I saw this, yes. It was lights in the sky. We were outside um, in his backyard, and you could see the whole valley. It was a super, it's it's a super nice house. Shout out to Scott. What's up, Scott? What is this, in Cherry Valley? Yep. Cherry Valley. That's Scott's house. Scott. Scott's house. Are we changing names? No, 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 it, uh, Blake. Yeah. Blake's dad. It's, yeah. Shout out to Blake. Yeah, what's up, Blake? Miss you, buddy. Where <laughs> so are you? So <laughs> we were at his uh, house, and we were outside, and I saw it, it was, if you look, I don't even know the direction of it. it was I was up left in my peripheral. I saw three, <laughs> a triangle of okay. three lights. You saw, you saw lights in the sky. In the shape of a triangle. Mm. And they were just like, kind of just like moving in unison, like, not a lot, but just just noticeable enough that they were moving. Okay. And this was before, like, drones, right, were popular? Like, yeah, affordable? Yeah, I was, like, 17. That's how old we are. This was before drones. Yeah. Fucking old. And, I don't know, and then just, the lights just disappeared, and I saw it twice within a year. It wasn't, like, back-to-back or, like, within a month. It was... Uh, one night we were hanging out, we saw it, and I know he saw it too because we we've talked about it. And then the other time I saw it as well. Nice. So yeah, that that was where, that was my personal story. So like, did that change that change your perspective on? No, I have always thought aliens were a thing that existed because the universe is so massive. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of like an ignorant opinion of mine, but I think it's kind of belittling to the vastness of the universe to think that we're so special. I agree with that. We're not special. No. But I have a, uh, literally, uh, out of the people I work with, I I work with like 15 people, only two of them came forth with information. The others were too scared, I say. Fucking scared. Fucking Fucking scared. And then one guy said, he's like, nah, I ain't seen shit. 
And I was like, oh, fair enough. So that's, is that one of the stories of information that he didn't see anything? <laughs> okay, so I got three then if you <laughs> okay. count that. Uh, this one, so a uh, co-worker of mine, his name is Gary. Gary. He, uh, he was explaining to me that he was in Bushkill, which is fairly close to us. I mean, is it? I don't want to give away our exact location. I'm fairly certain people know where we live. It's okay. <laughs> okay. I don't even care. Uh, and he saw bright lights in the sky. Bright. And my first question was him, to him was, was it a light pole? What did you see? A light pole? Yeah, like a pole with a light on the end. Oh, like a street light? Yeah, those are called light poles. A light pole? Street light. Can light you guys pole. let us know if I'm speaking gibberish? So he saw these <laughs> lights in the sky, and he said they were moving erratically. Ooh. And they were in a rainbow color in a round cluster, and there were 11 lights. And then mm-hmm. he said they just disappeared. Interesting. Um, I died. That is pretty interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. They just disappeared into nothing. It was probably yeah. a clear night. I don't know. Out in Bushkill, you, if you're not familiar, uh, there's not a lot of light pollution out there. So no, no. No. Even on a foggy night, I'd say you'd be able to see lights in the sky. Yeah. I well, even if you there. couldn't see lights in the sky, he still saw something. Yeah, he still saw something. So, I don't know. It's kind of cool you said they were multicolored and in like yeah. a round cluster. I'm thinking <laughs> in a ring. <coughs> okay. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> so, the other story uh, that was belayed to me, my other coworker, Chris... He was driving with Chris. his girlfriend in, wait for it, Bushkill. Bushkill. Kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, and he saw a bright light at a stop sign that was in the sky. Hmm. <laughs> One singular light that just got brighter and brighter and then just... That's weird. Vanished. That's really weird. I but, that could have, but that one seems like it could have been like an astro, not an astro, like a meteorite breaking up in the atmosphere oh maybe i've seen something like that's what i said i but you didn't say there was a tail or anything yeah excuse me i don't think he mentioned a tail i didn't ask him so is that the only stories from your job yep i asked well those at least they responded to you because i asked at my job Mm -hmm. and they said oh yeah we got stories (laughs) and then no then that was it nobody said anything (laughs) we got stories none for you yeah like i work in the media so i was like kind of excited to hear something and then everybody's like yeah and then they all went about their day. I'm like, I'm standing there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to my desk now. Mm-hmm. And I dropped the ball. We went to, my brother got married this past weekend. And oh, yeah, shout out. Yeah, congrats, Dave, and, Dave Becca. and Becca. You guys are in Greece right now. Greece. Pretty, uh, pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. But uh, I could have asked so many people about this, and I just totally just <laughs> completely forgot to do it. so many people at that wedding. Yeah, I could have asked people from other, like, completely different parts of the country. Yeah. Very strange. So I dropped the ball on that. Anyway. That's okay. <laughs> I know, like, my, I know my brother, we kind of touched on this with the Tommy Knocker episode. Go back to that if you guys are interested. But in the 90s, not, like, or I would say, like, 2001, 2000, when we kind of first moved out here from the city, we were like my brother and I were obsessed with like ghost stories and the paranormal and aliens like he was terrified of aliens mm-hmm. because we lived in uh like the to us it was the country even though it's more of a town but we had never seen like such expansive cuz probably when it was nighttime it was yeah. nighttime yeah it was nighttime you couldn't hear anything and you couldn't see anything it was really creepy to us and every and we were living in like one of those McMansions, so it was settling all the time. 
and it always kind of sounded like something was on the roof. But like to this day, my brother looks back like he kind of, like I don't know if you remember from our Tommy Knocker episode, but he saw the footprints, the teeny tiny footprints that like nobody could explain mm-hmm. on the the porch roof, and he he thinks it was aliens. But um, something significant about that is because it's in that that time of our life. We were living in Tannersville, which is uh, kind of relevant to some of these stories I'm going to get into with these uh, with this this book that we picked up from our local library. Shout out to local libraries. But uh, yeah. We do a lot of shout outs. We do. I mean, I, I think we should not do shout outs anymore. Okay. Just because then we're going to be shouting out everybody. We're going to be shouting out. We're going to be shouting out. I mean. I think we should only do shout outs if it's like really meaningful. You're you're right. You're right. I I mean. But I do think we should definitely shout out to local libraries. What the hell is that? That's weird. That's creepy. (laughs) Um. Well, actually, yeah, we'll shout out to local libraries because we picked up uh, this book. It's edited by Thomas White. It's called Supernatural Lore of Pennsylvania: Ghosts, Monsters, and Miracles, and it's basically like a bunch of stories and chapters contributed by different authors. And there's a whole there's a whole section in here called UFOs Invade the Poconos, and this was written by Tony Lavorgne <laughs> or Lavorgne Lavorgne. Oh, Lavorgne. let me take a look. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but um, I mean, actually, you know what? Before before we get into it's probably just Lavorne. Lavorne probably. Before we get into like a couple excerpts from this book, I'm actually really interested in um, like some possible explanations for UFOs. I mean, I actually I have a couple. I have like one interesting theory here that okay. I've written down, but I don't know if you know of any possible explanations for UFOs. I think the most common explanation. Well, interesting. All right, interesting thing. Okay. I know that, like, if you listen and watch the History Channel's Ancient Aliens channel, they talk about don't even <laughs> they don't even don't even they uh, they talk about like there's there's carvings of astronauts in space suits and blah 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 yeah. blah blah. Um, <laughs> well, h- here's the funny thing: is we didn't even really start noticing UFOs as a whole collective until we invented what? I don't know. Airplanes, because we never think, looked up. I don't know. We never really looked up. I mean, there's some. There's if you look. If Remember you look Mr. Teeter's class? I want to do a yeah. shout out so bad. <laughs> shout out to high school. Shout out, shout out to high school. Where he was talking about um, when the Europeans came to North America, the indigenous people who lived here didn't even know the boats or even look at them because they never saw anything like that before but i could totally argue with that no you can't because native americans didn't know anything about the white man they have there's a lot well i mean the white well yeah i mean like they they weren't looking out to the oceans for boats to come on and come in and even when they did they still just didn't see them because they just weren't looking for that right so I think that, sure, people have seen things in the skies and maybe thought they were, like, either a sign of God That's, or yeah. Um, yeah, something That's what I was spiritual. Gonna, that was actually what I was going to argue with you because there are, like, lots of – there are some Native American 
like legends, especially in North America, uh, about um, seeing things in the sky. Like that's where some of that's that comes. Every religion, from. every that religion every, has yeah, right. like even Christianity. No, Jesus right. rose to the sky after he was resurrected. Sent. Exactly. Yeah. But all I'm thinking is, I have a feeling that like 99 percent of the stuff that they saw. Well, you know what? I'll take that back. You know, they could have been UFOs. But the actual explanation, they were most likely just either stars yeah. or there were, like, maybe they lived in an area, well, no, because there was no lights for light pollution. But could have been just like what I was saying before, like, just meteorites yeah, going through shooting have. stars. There, well, there's so much to, like, religion and whatnot that is based on, like, celestial, like, constellations and meteorites and comets. Mm-hmm. There's, like, you know, entire... You know, they name the planets after their gods. So I could totally oh, yeah. see that. But I, I do think, like, what if um, it's pretty interesting to just kind of sit back and think, well, what if what if these beings in the sky, they, they interpreted them as spiritual, but what if they were, like, like you know, extraterrestrials, like, in the sky? But what's the difference between spiritual and extraterrestrial? I don't know. One exists and one doesn't. Maybe. Yeah. So, but I mean, you could have the people who will take whatever they can to just prove their own agenda. True. That they would take aliens and be like, nope, they're al- they're they're angels. So. Well, yeah. And I vice mean, versa. I think there's a lot of, I mean, like I just kind of think it's all interesting to to like actually mm-hmm. just sit back and take a look at all these theories because so many yeah. of them have things in common, and yet sometimes like, whoa, I never thought of it that way. But it's also like I'm not gonna kill somebody over a theory, you know? Oh. oh. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> no, it's like, you know, religion. Whoa. So like, all right. So uh, I have some notes here about another pretty interesting explanation for UFOs. I mean, okay. Modern day explanations. What do, what do we got? Like weather balloons, satellites. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like what do the governments sure. tell people it is? Yeah. What, what did the government tell you? I don't know. I mean, mo- tell you? most likely it's probably just experimental aircrafts. Experimental aircraft. What's that? There's that really cool looking The B-52 plane. bomb. No, no. The B-52. The B- is it a B-52? It's the, a stealth bomber. The stealth bomb. There's that crazy looking plane. There's this new. With the SR-71 Blackbird. Is that what that is? Well, that's the one that like can fly into like the edge of the atmosphere. Yeah, that's fucking dope. But then there's the stealth bomber, which is like, it looks like a, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a, it's crazy a V-shaped yes. and it's all black. That's the one I'm thinking of. Did but you that see? had been around for like, I think 20 years before people even knew about it. Yeah, well, I mean, is the military going to risk, like, yeah. I mean, honestly, I believe in some military secrecy, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not one of those, like, you've got to protect the information before mm-hmm. it's ready for the public, but, but, like, how about that, that you, um, that new Air Force commercial that we just saw, like, yesterday? Mm-hmm. We There's, thought it was Space Force. Yeah, <laughs> we were like, oh my god, it's so fucking great. I'm fucking signing up, <laughs> and they said, uh, Air Force, and I was like, oh. I'm not too. I'm not, I'm not smart enough. For that. <laughs> yeah, we're not smart enough for you. Yeah, I mean, we're 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 dopey enough to want to be cannonballed into space, but we're not smart enough for the air. For, I don't know. I love how the, like all the new military commercials make it look like video games. Yeah. Oh, they know who their audience is. It's fucking hilarious. It's fantastic. So yeah. So like okay. So we've got we got all that interesting stuff. Now this this I want to try to blow your mind with this a little bit. I don't know. Blow my mind. I want to blow everybody's minds. I want to blow blow them. Blow their minds. Go ahead. Okay, so there's like hundreds, maybe thousands of years of UFO sightings on the books, okay? 
and you're gonna get mad at me because we just <laughs> I just, we like, just talked I'm about like, this. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, like people point to carvings of alien spacecraft in ancient Egypt, whatever. Hmm. A lot of great ancient mythologies, some contemporary religions, kind of a weird little alien lore. Blah blah. blah. We talked about this already, but like, okay, have you it? Okay, if you've read the Mothman prophecies by John Keel, have you read it? I have not. I already it. knew that. I don't know why I asked. But I mean, it's okay. It was a rhetorical but, question. You don't have yeah. to put me down. I'm not putting you down. I didn't barely read that book either. God, I'm like 12 pages in. I want to kill myself. I'm like. Yeah, it's very like. I think we listened to the audiobook, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this guy Dude, talking?" About? Audiobook's nine hours long. We're like five minutes in. We keep restarting. <laughs> like, wait, what? I get mean, get the good stuff. I yeah, we get it. You got a beard, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like he's got a fucking beard. So. All right, all right. So I'm trying here. We're I'm really trying. I yeah, will finish that. And the book is supposedly very influential, and like people love it. Yeah, they have like conventions about it. We're in just West very Virginia. cynical. Yeah, I mean we're we're tired. Okay, we're adults. You know, the only way we would be more tired is if we had fucking children. Oof. Like that's the next step for us. That's how the level of tiredness. Like we're right below. You don't don't even. We're like right below that threshold where we're like soccer mom tired. We're basically like pre-children tired. It's gonna get worse <laughs> if we ever. Have I'm kids. basic bitch tired. He's Tom's basic bitch tired, and I'm took a nap for three hours today on my day off tired. Like <laughs> that fucked me up. Shouldn't have slept today. <laughs> made me made me more sleepy. Anyways, um, yeah. So, okay. So in the early pages of the Mothman prophecies, you're gonna come across the Tulpa theory, and. I always had thought before this that tulpas were something completely unique to Twin Peaks. I thought it was like just a thing in Twin Peaks. I don't want to give spoilers away, but it's like a season three thing. It's like heavy duty in season three, the tulpa yeah. thing. And technically it's in season two if you, as well, if you think about it. Yeah. But they don't really go into it. But season three, they literally like just talk about tulpas. Oh, yeah. And we, I don't want to like that. Yeah. Like if you're ever going to watch Twin Peaks... Please just go watch it. Just get it over with. Yeah, Twin Peaks is fantastic. Yeah, it's a fantastic show. So, yeah, so before I read what John Keel described as a tulpa, and I thought it was a Twin Peaks thing, Tom, what did you think a tulpa was? Well, is this going from Twin Peaks, or is this just right now you're asking me? I'm asking you. Like, I know you have a note here that's like, I don't know if it's like gibberish or not. Well, but. it's basically, from my understanding of it, it's kind of a doppelganger, but... I, w- I wouldn't say I wouldn't say evil just maybe has different intentions it's like a, okay all right so that's what that's kind of like definitely what when we first when we watch season three maybe we need mm-hmm. to watch season three of Twin Peaks a second time we should watch the whole series again we should we really should because like the first watch through, and the movie and the movie yeah we should just go like one, let's go fucking ham let's go nuts next one day. Sunday next Sunday well it's Mother's Day we got stuff to do oh yeah, yeah, I just I forgot. We can to watch you. it with our whole mothers. Oh my god, with our with our whole mothers. <laughs> They're like, yeah. what do you guys want to do for Mother's Day? Twin Peaks marathon. Yeah. So like Tom Tom must have gotten into my notes here because he wrote John Keel wrote my butt is smelly <laughs> for the next day. I'm like I was about to say, I'm like fuck, fucking what? All right, so like all right, okay. <laughs> classic Tom. Cla- classic Tom. So yeah, not really. You know, I mean, it's very Probably fresh. Is. I, I I took a shower today. So. No, John Keel. Oh, John Keel's probably, yeah, I mean, he's probably dead. He's dead, right? When did this book come out? 
Mothman Prophecies is from the 70s, 80s, 90s. It's gotta be old. Richard 90s. Greer was in it. Richard what? Richard Greer. Gear, Richard Greer. Oh, it's not, it's not Richard Greer. No, that's Pam Greer. You're thinking of motherfucking Pam Greer. Richard Gear. All right. So the Tola. Huh. <laughs> My whole life has fucking whips. changed. It's like a Berenstein Bears moment for Tom. It's really not. No. Oh my god. So yeah, the idea of a tulpa is actually really old. It's literally it. Can, it's so old, right? It's got to be. It could be like a thousand years old. The idea of a tulpa. It can mm-hmm. be traced back to early Buddhist texts such as the uh, Samani Yanafata Sutta. Yes. The Samani. Yane Fala. I, pardon me. Pardon my pronunciation. And uh, the S- Samani Fala Sutta. Samani Fuda. What are you? Listen, okay. This ancient, this ancient Buddhist text lists the lists like a bunch of supernatural abilities for humans. Okay. And one of them is um, the ability to create a mind-made body or a. Mano Mano Mayakaya. Mano Mayakaya. Or Sprulpa in Tibetan. It's Mano Mayakaya. Mano Mayakaya. Mano Mayakaya. Yama. Yada yada yada. Okay. Sprulpa. Sprulpa. In Tibetan. So I thought you were like trying to speak like shitty German. No, sprupa. Scruto. Struto. In Tibetan. Uh, yes, the okay. struto. So does this, any of this make sense? No. Okay, so a tulpa. That is my reaction. It does not make <laughs> sense. Okay, so te- so like traditionally a tulpa, it's an actual concept in religion. It's a religious concept mm-hmm. in which uh, mankind thinks something into being. It's manifested. It's kind of like the secret or asking the universe. Like visualization and manifestation. But instead of like making a mood board or a vision board, like I want, I want a new car or a Gucci dress. And then like going on to Pinterest and like making a mood board about all the things you want and manifesting it through meditation and like life choices. Um, you're actually like, you're actually like creating, you can create like anything supposedly with your mind if you think about it enough. Mm-hmm. So like if you think you're ugly, you're going to manifest yourself to be ugly. If you think about some hideous demon um, like weird flesh being with teeth and hair, what's that called? A teratoma? If you constantly think about it, go Hematoma? Like, hematoma. Hematoma is what happens if you get like a blood no, clot underneath your skin. What's the, what's the thing like? It's like, listen, if you're constantly thinking about a little demon in the back of your head that goes it- with his teeth out, eventually, if you think about it enough, you're going to make, yeah, you're, you're going to make a manomakamaya, a man, a manomayakai. A tulpa. <laughs> or a tulpa. Why don't you say it like, like Americans say it? Listen, you gotta be. That's kind of. I think that's like goes back to that Buddhist idea of like you know, you think and then you become, or like your thought. I pro- think you therefore have to empty, I am. Yeah, you have to like empty your mind because you can create these crazy things with your mind. Which I actually I, I believe in that. Not I don't yeah. believe in creating mind over matter. Well, I don't believe in like 
if you think about a demon, a demon creating will appear. A mound of flesh but I think that if you worry so freaking much about things that you will just that will be your whole life yeah. and you will make it happen because that's all you can think yeah. about. Yeah. It's like you will it into being. It, and it's supposedly like a, an ability that all humans possess. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so um, back to the Mothman prophecies, John Keel actually wrote and th- he theorized that perhaps UFOs are actually just tulpas created by a long forgotten people and doomed forever to senseless maneuvers in the night skies. Senseless maneuvers? Yeah, so they're like literally um, like a collective hive mind hallucination where mm. sen- maybe one person uh, had a nightmare and was so afraid, willed it into being. And then, like, talked about it. And then everybody started thinking about that person's version of what they saw. And now that's the reason why we see, like, like you know, why UFOs tend, UFO sightings tend to look the same. I mean, there's a couple of different kinds, but they're really unimaginative. Mm-hmm. Which I always, I don't know about you, but, like, growing up, I always thought that aliens would be, like, unfathomable, the way that they would look. Yeah. And it's, you know how, like, everyone always, well, not everyone. But when the scientists with their with their fancy telescopes, fucking fancy telescopes, they look at planets very similar to ours because we're carbon-based life forms. Yeah, I always thought like, why are you just limiting yourself? I get it. I get it because there's so many, and you have to look at it. Like I, I completely understand why they're they're looking for like the Goldilocks planet. But also, it doesn't mean that like there couldn't be beings or. Any, any, like when I talk about an alien, I don't even imagine, like, I'm not even talking about like something who thinks for themselves and has self consciousness. I'm talking about like anything. It could even be like a space deer. A space deer. Like, I but love, your hair is getting crazier by the second. Because we're talking about aliens. I know, you're like running your hands through your hair. I'm like, oh shit, it's changing why these, right now. I know why these guys are so antsy all the time. Yeah. No one believes them. <laughs> but like, why don't they look at planets that are like, made up of different materials what but, but, but i i oh. understand because a it would take way too many resources to do it because we know for a fact that things can live in an atmosphere like ours yeah but i think that there are other based life forms besides carbon based. yeah there could be hydrogen based life forms nitrogen neon even there could be even material in the universe that we have not even discovered yet yeah like dark matter which most scientists, I think all scientists acknowledge thought, that yeah. it exists. Well, like, I think what I was going to say with your thing, like, why, why the fuck is it? I'm like, well, Is that, well, is that really what that, my tangent was? <laughs> I don't know. Your hair kind of, that's like all I could look at. Like, Jimmy Neutron hair over here. But but um, I, I think that maybe they just start there because that's, because they have the most knowledge, so it's faster. Like, yeah. you already said that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I completely agree, but I always thought it was silly. It's like, we're only going to look here. And it's like, that's dumb. Look everywhere. You give it, well, they have, what is that, SETI? It, like, there's, like, different telescopes, like, a bunch of them that line up and look at, they they all look at the same area of the universe for a couple months or something, and they mm-hmm. change. Because, like, literally the universe it's so vastly large, like we can't even. Have, what the fuck are you <laughs> doing with your hair? I'm a unicorn. Oh, I was gonna say Jimmy Neutron, but that's fine. Unicorn's <sighs> fine too. Anyways, listen back to what back to the Pocono UFOs, the Pocono. Yeah. So okay, so we're gonna get into this uh, supernatural lore of Pennsylvania book. I've got a few excerpts here. Um. And I'm going to read a couple of these. I'm not going to read the whole chapter, obviously. I want you guys to go out and 
find this book <laughs> on your own. You know, you know, use your own brain. You know, use your own, use your own method of transportation, your own legs or your own whatever you use. You know, it could be a wheelchair, crutches, legs, feet, paws. Get it out there. Get it. You know, and don't go out there looking with like you know Pokemon Go shit. Like say, I do Pokemon Go. I got my steps in. No, go to a fucking library or a bookstore and go buy some. Go read some books. Read some books. Okay. So, anyways, July nineteen fifty four. Two men in Tannersville. Shout out to Tannersville. Oh shit. I know we're not supposed to be doing shout outs anymore, but that's why I was you know talking about Tannersville earlier. Two men in Tannersville watched a UFO fly pretty low in the sky near the top of Big Pocono and then fly towards Mount Pocono. These are mountains. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't figure it out. Big Pocono and Mount Pocono. Which, aren't the Pocono Mountains, aren't we? Like, this is, isn't this just plateau? Yeah, Pocono they're not plateau. even fucking mountains. I don't understand. Like the, that's the, the, thing. the vertical height of them is like eight hundred feet. Yeah, like that's people, a joke. People fucking don't even realize fucking. News. When I went to Hunter Mountain, it was like I don't. That's a real fucking mountain. That's a real fucking mountain. Listen, Poconos, we love you and all. You step your game up though. Yeah, step your game up. You guys are just plateaus. Just like you know, figure out how to make a mountain. Whatever. Making you... mountains out of molehills. Just kidding. Molehills. You're not. You're actually making molehills out of mountains. Oh, my God. Sorry, that was hurtful. That was weird. I'll take that back. Okay, so this object, right, this unidentified flying object was described by a witness as a shiny white box. Now, what? The Borg. I said it. Oh, shit. I don't know. That's a oh, shit. next generation reference. Yeah, well, the Borgs are in other shows, too. Oh, are they really? They were in DS9. Oh, oh yeah, that's they the were. whole yeah. Well, we're not gonna talk about that. Yeah. That's another resistance is futile. Yep. You are a simulator. Yeah. So like, this is the first time I've ever actually read of a book that type. No, damn, I read all, <laughs> all, I read plenty of books. Okay, I'm really smart. Sailor Moon manga doesn't count. Listen, as books. oh my god, stop it, <laughs> stop. So yeah, like this is the first time I've ever seen like or read a reference to like a shiny white box. Mm-hmm. shiny white backs now by box you mean just like a squarish okay yeah fair it's enough cube, it was... maybe i don't know that's a weird description right i'm gonna yeah. go into it with um yeah so a few years later and i'm reading from the book right now um in september 1957 an object described as a flying saucer with a sphere-shaped tail was observed moving north across the delaware water gap sphere-shaped tail like what is that like? A, it's got a tail. I, like I don't like know. A comet. A comet. Oh shit! Could be a comet. <laughs> I don't know. But Delaware Water Gap. That's not far from Cherry Valley. No. No. So that's pretty interesting. One sighting that was quickly explained occurred in August 1959. Four children reported seeing ghosts flying around in the sky over Mount Pocono. There's Mount Pocono again. When their mother looked at the lights, she thought that they looked vaguely saucer-shaped. Those look like <laughs> saucers. The fuck? You imagine I'm, like... I'm glad we don't live in a time period where we like saucer is like a, a, a term that people use all the time. It's such a fucking weird term. I mean, if you work in like a diner. But you know... No, nobody has a saucer anymore. Those uh, are monkey can I get dishes, a saucer no? of cranberry juice? Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like as for a glass, like a human being. Could you imagine, like you're like in your house, right, in Mount Pocono? Maybe Scott Run, you know. Maybe I can see this happening out there. 
And you're like, you know, you're just hanging out with your kids. Or your kids are playing in the dark outside. I mean, that's the thing, right? That's what, that's what people manhunt. do. Probably playing Manhunt out there. The PS2 game. The PS2, yeah. <laughs> the P- nobody, nobody knows what that is. Oh, and yes, they do. You go out on your little, like, side deck to, like, call them in for their Easy Mac. Be like, children, your macaroni and cheese is ready. And then you're like, you look up in the sky and you see this thing. And you're like, hmm, what does that remind me of? Mm. A saucer of milk. A sa- <laughs> oh, by Jove, I think that's a saucer of milk in the sky. Daddy, get, get, they don't have cameras. But get the sketch pad. <laughs> I must sketch this. Even though this was in the 50s. The 50s. They clearly have cameras, but I'm assuming it's like the Victorian time period. <laughs> yeah, like everybody's moving really fast with ragtime jazz music <laughs> behind it. I don't know. Yeah, so, oh, there's one more Tannersville sighting here. Um, this There's actually quite a bit of information. I, it's yeah. just too much to go through all of it. But, um, yeah, so within a few days, this is from the same story, within a few days it was discovered that the children had actually seen spotlights from a Tannersville carnival that were oh reflecting God. off the low clouds. These fucking idiots. <laughs> this is the fucking fireman's carnival in Tannersville? Probably. Oh, it probably was. Yeah, probably. I've never seen a Ferris wheel before, Papa. <laughs> What's that, Papa? I've never seen one of those before. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, that's that's the alien apocalypse coming right for you. Hurry, gather, <laughs> gather all the sauces of milk and head to the... A saucer. That's right, Papa. <laughs> oh, my God. Head to the, wi- the root cellar. The root cellar? I don't know. Oh, man. Do you ever see those like little cellars? My parents have it. Those like tornado doors. No, I mean, yeah, I've seen them, but... It's like weird. Yeah, I mean, I it's guess. Weird. I always thought it was weird to have like an outside door out to the basement. I don't know. It's like people could just get in there. Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of great stories. And I like, I actually like that some of them are debunked. So with yeah. practical explanations. But <laughs> there, like there's, I did not expect to have this much information in a published book just about like three towns in the Poconos yeah. with UFO sightings. And I think that's, Freaking wild. Um, I don't know. Like, what? Like, okay, so we live here, right? And maybe yeah. some other people don't. But why Why do you think the Poconos is like a prime spot to see something like this? Well, uh, what is the definition of a prime spot? Because hmm. I Good think, question. I think since the whole Roswell thing brought UFOs to the mass. Like yeah. the attention because that was the big one. They've been everywhere. Yeah, I guess. But I think that we are in a, a kind of a crucial area where we're between a bunch of major cities. Yeah. We have New York. We have the cities in New Jersey. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Like maybe the aliens see that and they see a little... A little Bermuda Triangle. Are you drunk right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, I, I think I think it's interesting that you said that, too, because, like, it is kind of like... Yes, I'm drunk. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, like, we didn't even get into Western PA. Like, there's some crazy stories out there, too, like Mars PA, and then there's that one with the bell. Oh, my God. That's Don't like even get weirdest. me started on Beaver PA. Yeah, Beaver County. Is it Beaver County, oh, Pennsylvania? But, but hey, fuck Western Pennsylvania. Flyers forever. 
That's right, y'all. Fuck. We've Fuck turned hands. around. We're no longer leave the hall light on. We're actually leave the hockey puck outside because we're a Philadelphia Flyers fanatic. Oh my god. Yo, gritty. No, don't leave it outside. Bring that shit inside and play indoors. Yeah, let's go get ice skates and hockey sticks and just scratch up our Fucking hardwood May. floor. It's too hot. Oh, scratch. No, I'm not scratching. That's what you said. Just play inside. Yeah, you you're right. Out. You're right. All right. You're you know right. What? We're going to fight about this off air. Well, listen, I have one more theory to throw out there as yeah. to why there are so many uh, so many sightings in Pennsylvania in general. I would yeah. say that we are a hot spot. I know it happens everywhere but i think I, the big think one when i think spot. about it is nevada arizona california new york those are the big ones when i think about it new york maybe upstate new york but not so yeah. much new york city and no well yeah, but I, there's new york city is such a small part of new york yeah is it though <laughs> what are you talking about it's just what are you talking hey hey, hey just take a breath saying? take a breath the there's other people listen. in the state of new york <laughs> yeah well, upstate westchester right upstate new york is like literally Sleepy Hollow. This, that's like the southern Terry part town. of new york listen i don't know what the hell listen okay back to my theory pennsylvania right we have we have a very we have um a very odd amount of natural resources that make us up like one of the top producers in certain areas okay okay we've got coal we're okay. we're part of the um appalachian you know, anthracite vein or whatever. Yeah. We've got slate. We live very close to the slate belt. Mm-hmm. The slate belt runs right through northeast Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you know, sim- that's like, you know, Lehigh Valley, wherever. Close to Lehigh Valley? I'm just kidding. Love Lehigh what Valley. What the fuck? <laughs> but then we also have... You're going to make enemies on this podcast. No, listen. I'm lovable, delicate little flower. Okay. We have one more natural resource that has got a lot of i don't i don't know what to say this is more of a contemporary resource oh i know you're gonna say i was gonna natural marcellus shale gas we are one of the top producers in the country of this natural resource did you know that is that fracking yeah fracking pipelines um i think we're the second top producer and uh part of that is because beneath our slate and everything and like because we have all the i i I don't get into like science, right? Rocks, whatever. I don't know too much science, about it. Science, bitch. I just know that I know for a fact that we are a very energy rich state. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of states can have this, mm-hmm. and the fact that we see UFOs, especially like lately, it's gathering some attention again, and it kind of matches up with all this Marcellus Shale shit because we're one of the only. We're, I think we're the only state. We're one of two states in the country, maybe, that do not charge a tax for the Marcellus Shale industry. So hmm. we have a very highly concentrated, like we, like if you look into it, it's kind of crazy the fact that we don't, we're missing out on billions of dollars. Okay, I'm not gonna get political here. I'm sorry, I'm getting very fired up. But I think that the prevalence of UFOs in Pennsylvania has to do with our natural resources. Maybe they come here to like extract fuel or something. Or. Maybe because they're so advanced with their technology, they're seeing the ways that we're using certain quote unquote fuels and saying fossil if, fuels really. Well, no, but quote unquote fuels, yeah. seeing if there's somehow if we're advancing as a, oh, a, a civilization because we them. we start yeah exactly we start off with just fire, and then we've grown to doing like we're up to the point where we're doing fission, Ooh. like we're just trying to maybe they're just yeah keep we're an eye f- out. people are fucking fishing. 
every day in our backyard we got that freaking river going through the town and they're fucking parking our parking they're like here's, fishing. there's like here's some fission for you <laughs> and i'm like god damn it you goddamn scientists <laughs> oh you as i'm shaking fission. my arm well, yeah you're shaking it yeah so that's interesting shake weight in it that is interesting i actually like that mm-hmm. i like that that's a more positive outlook here I'm thinking they're coming to steal our resources. They're coming in our backyards. They're taking <laughs> our taking our rocks. Yeah. They're siphoning our gas. Yeah. I'm an optimist though. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? I think I yeah. am. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I see the good in everyone, even filthy aliens. Those Whoa. goddamn illegal. Hey. Not. I never invited you to my planet, aliens. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any more. I don't have anything. No, I I'm think done. that's it. That's, that's some. There's a lot of stuff going on here. And if yeah. you know, if you guys have seen anything and you want to input this to us, yeah. please let us know. Get to us. Yeah. I don't think we've ever told anyone our email address, have we? I don't. I don't think so. I mean, we got a couple of uh, social media, and we. Um, if you want to contact us on email. Yeah, well, here, we'll, we'll go through everything right now. So yeah. we got our Instagram right now. Excuse me. Yeah, we got an Instagram. We have an Instagram. Which is literally just leave the hall light on or LTHLO, as we like to call it, Lithlo. 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 Hi, Lithlo. Yeah, that's our Instagram. That is our Instagram. And then please allow us to tell you our Twitter account, too. Oh, yes. Because we're pretty popping on Twitter. We got the memes. Are we popping on Twitter? I mean, we're popping. We're we're, we're trying. Popcorn on Twitter. We're 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 fripping trying. We're pop tartin. <laughs> we're pop tarts. We are literally L T H L O podcast on Twitter. Yes. And then our email is also leave the hall light on at gmail.com. It is right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So yeah, so like that's good that you guys know that now because we definitely we definitely need your help on our next episode, which is about Pennsylvania cryptids. If you live in Pennsylvania and you've got a story about a cryptid sighting, particularly I'm interested in I'm interested in Bigfoot sightings, yes, of course. But if you've ever seen a mountain lion in Pennsylvania, and trust me, you're going to want to hear you're going to want to listen to our next one cuz the mountain lion thing is kind of fucked fucking weird yeah it's i have no words for it yeah except why why (laughs) yeah like if you've ever seen the pocono mountain i brought that up at work too Mm -hmm. and everyone was like ah the good old mountain lion went out back in 95 and i shot myself a mountain lion yeah they had more to say about the fucking mountain lion than aliens so yeah it's crazy so yeah we're gonna do some cryptids next week guys so please feel free to Give us any insight you have upon it. Um, anything else? If there's anything else you guys want to know too, seriously, shoot us some stuff. We will we will try our best. Yeah. Maybe we'll research for you. Who knows? You got a mystery. Who knows? Yeah. We'll take a look. Well, it's about that time. Mm. Time to hit the old dusty trail. Get them rocks. Get them rocks. Don't know what that means, but... <laughs> I'm an alien. <laughs> <laughs>